Hi, thanks for tuning in to Holy Spirit Feed. I'm Jen Johnson. I'm excited to share what God has been showing me. I'm praying that your spiritual ears and eyes will be open to hear and see what Holy Spirit has for you. Hey there, whether you are a new listener or have been listening to Holy Spirit Feed for a while, please take the time to leave a five-star review. And also take the time to share this with others. If you've received any encouragement from Holy Spirit Feed at all, share the wealth. Freely you have received, freely give. Okay, let's get into our content for today. I was at a service recently, and during worship, I had an encounter with the Lord. Just to preface this story, as believers, it's important to be expectant that the Lord will speak to you during worship, when you're at a seminar or listening to a message or when you're at home doing the dishes. You know, the kingdom of God is at hand. When you are a believer, you have full access to an encounter with God at any moment. Sometimes those experiences are initiated by us, and other times they are initiated by God. Our part is to be pressing in with high expectation and anticipation to meet with Emmanuel, God with us. We tend to think of Emmanuel at Christmas time, but he is with us all the time. And there are specific times where that presence manifests and enters into the natural in a very tangible way. Even in preparing for this podcast, he was showing up left and right in tangible, physical ways, bringing joy and power, infusing me with a specific anointing to bring you this word. If we are paying attention, we won't miss what God is doing, and we will experience Him. Psalm 42, 7, deep calls to deep in the roar of your waterfalls. All your waves and breakers have swept over me. I love that scripture. You know, sometimes we just read really quickly through a verse. We just need to slow down. Just think about that. Deep calls to deep in the roar of your waterfalls. All your waves and breakers have swept over me. If you take a moment, you can actually feel his waves and his breakers sweep over you. He is calling you. All right, so here's the encounter that I had. We were worshiping, and I hear the Lord say, Hurry, hurry, come to me. There's not much time left. He then began to speak to me and unwrap his message. You know, that first part, he said, hurry, hurry. It reminded me of something my niece says to my great nephew. He's little and he's cute. And she says to him sometimes, come, come. Just this endearing way to call him close. That's what the Lord was saying to me personally in that moment. Come, come, hurry, hurry, come to me. You know, on first thoughts, when someone hears that type of a message, a natural inclination might be to think he's speaking of his coming. And you know, Jesus is coming back. Amen. Some of us wish it were sooner than later. (laughs) And some of us are like, I need more time. We won't know when he comes because the Bible is very clear that we won't know the time or the day. Matthew 24, 36 and 37 It says, but about that day or hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the son, but only the father. As it was in the days of Noah, so it will be at the coming of the son of man. In Acts 1, verses 6 and 7, 
This is Jesus. He's telling the disciples that in a few days they would be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Woohoo! All right. Okay, so 6 and 7 says, Then they gathered around him and asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom of Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know the times or dates the Father has set by his own authority. You know, time is relative, and God's not in time. So we need to keep that in mind as well. Acts 2.17 says, In the last days, God says, I will pour out my Spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy, young men will see visions, and old men will dream dreams. You know, they were in the last days right there. Okay, so if they were in the last days, so are we, which shouldn't cause us to get overly focused on end times, but it should cause us to stay about our Father's business, seeking first the kingdom and God and focusing on his will on earth as it is in heaven, bringing the gospel to our own backyard and to the nations because he is coming. I'm going to read Matthew 25 and I'm going to read verses 1 through 13. And I just would ask you to listen with a fresh ear. Put yourself in this story and ask God to breathe fresh on this parable for you. Matthew 25 verse 1, it says, Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now five of them were wise and five were foolish. Those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. But while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. Anybody know anybody who's asleep right now spiritually? Or maybe you're thinking, uh, yeah, I do, and it's me. <laughs> you know, probably not if you're taking the time and making the effort to listen to this. But for real, Christians, we need to wake up and we need to stay that way. All right, continuing on in verse 6. And at midnight, a cry was heard, Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, No, lest there should not be enough for us and you, but go to those who sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding, and the door was shut. Afterward, the other virgins came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Assuredly, I say to you, I do not know you. Watch, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. This speaks to an urgency to stay on task. Get your own oil. Fill up on the oil of Holy Spirit. Only you can do this for yourselves. In Romans 13, Paul says, And do this, understanding the present time. The hour has already come for you to wake up from your slumber, because our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. It's the same for us. Every day that goes by, we get nearer to Jesus coming than when we first believed. We need to get on it, get lit on fire, and pursue the kingdom. I just happened to see my mom this morning, and she's actually turning 78 tomorrow. That is huge. What a milestone. And we were just talking about how she's actually closer to heaven. I mean, come on. 
I know some people don't like to think about that, but that is a good side of getting older. And she's closer now than when she first believed. So I say we should celebrate those things. And she said, well, you know, this could happen any day. And I was like, yeah, that's very true. It could happen any day, just like what we're talking about. We have no idea. So we need to get ready. Like I said, we need to pursue the Lord. We need to pursue the kingdom and get after it. We need to stay awake and go after the things of the Lord. So back to the word I had received in that encounter, when God said, hurry, hurry, come to me, there's not much time left. He was also saying, there's not much time left in your day. By the time you get to thinking about me, turning your gaze toward me, the day is almost over. Can anyone listening relate to that? Sometimes those are the types of days that we have. If that's the case for you, this is a wake-up call from the Lord. For some of us, depending on how old we are, there's not much time left in our life, you know? I mean, come on, we're not getting any younger. (laughs) I mean, I always say I'm getting younger in the spirit. I'm about 25 or so. But seriously, this is a now word for the church and for pre-Christians. So hurry, hurry, come to him. There's not much time left. You know, the Lord probably meant a combination of those things that we just talked about. How many know God can speak a number of messages in one phrase? His breath releases all kinds of life and revelation every time he speaks. I recently had a dream where I was in a wild river, barely able to stay above the water. Then I went under and realized that there were pockets of air that I could go to and breathe underwater. And then I could come back up and swim and then go back down and rest and breathe again and then go back up again. When I awoke, the Lord spoke to me and he said that he has created places for me to rest where I can breathe and connect with him in the midst of chaos and activity in the world. So I receive that and you're welcome to receive that too. Step into those places that the Lord has for us where we can freely breathe what he is giving us, what he is releasing to us, where we can rest and prepare ourselves to get back out into the world. Like I said earlier, deep calls to deep in the roar of your waterfalls. All your waves and breakers have swept over me. He's calling you. Right now, take some time and ask him to take you into his waterfall and reveal himself to you.